0: Hi, and welcome to Cosmic Style, where we explore mystical modalities like tarot, astrology, lunar living, and magic to help us live better lives. I'm Leah, a tarot consultant, professional astrology nerd, and cosmic stylist. Let's get into it. Hi, hello, friends. How are you doing today? How are we feeling post-Capricorn New Moon? I know there was a lot of buildup there. I, myself, <laughs> was responsible for some of that buildup, but I did find it to be very stabilizing and empowering. Um, but it was, I think, different than I expected, which is always nice, you know, when we're working with all of these modalities for uh predicting and working with the energy i find it delightful when the energy shows up in a slightly different way than i expected and in the case of this capricorn full moon it was really teaching me about rebuilding my capacity for the year ahead and not hitting the ground running and um going like starting really hard and burning out because I already know how to do that (laughs) I've done that plenty of times before so I was really seeing what I want to do and acknowledging all of that and kind of putting those goals in one place and then also just trying to gradually expand my tolerance for growth so that it can be sustainable so like slowly building and never kind of reaching that point of burnout that's one of my goals this year i don't want to go too hard i want to be working in a way that feels regenerative and not extractive so yeah i think i i really am starting to see some of the ways that can gel this year (laughs) Don't totally have the master plan yet, but we're getting there. Um, And um, if you missed our Co-Create Your 2024 class last week at the Capricorn New Moon, um, but still want to get all that info about the year ahead transits and get a kick-ass notion doc that kind of has all of the places to set your goals your year ahead it'll be the place where kind of all your like spiritual and practical info can live for the year ahead so you know if you can if you sometimes like forget like oh yeah what card did i pull in my year ahead spread for february or june and you can easily reference it there and see kind of what your thoughts were at the time about that you can help it like it can ideally help you track your goals make weekly progress on them and kind of edit them and adjust them as you need and i'm finding it to be super useful and supportive to myself during this time where i'm kind of figuring out what my year is going to look like so the replay for that is available i'll leave a link in the show notes um and you'll immediately have access to the class recording it's about an hour and a half long and then the notion doc that has all of all of the good stuff um and also this i am going to be taking the month of february off my family is traveling so if you wanted to get a reading before february now is the time to book i think there's a couple um time slots over the next few weeks or next couple weeks excuse me and um in the meantime if you wanted to look at some of my other classes i have magical tarot which is uh, about learning the tarot without memorizing definitions it's great for people who sort of have A baseline introduction have been kind of trying to learn tarot over time and really uh, might be getting stuck in their practice or just want to break out of that traditional setup of rote learning and really want to do some somatic work with it do some experimentation do some spells with it do some shadow work with it uh really digging into the tarot in personal and um yeah, on a, on a real internal level. Um, and then I'll, of course, my signature course, Cosmic Style, if you want to learn how to define your style with your birth chart and get a little five-day closet uh, challenge along with it, uh, check those out while I am gone <laughs> for the month of February. So today's episode is a zodiac season superpowers episode and we're gonna be exploring the archetype of Aquarius uh, and no matter where Aquarius lands in your chart or the planets you may or may not have there we just know we all have every sign in our chart I will say this to death because All of these archetypes exist somewhere within our lives, somewhere within our chart. And when the sun is shining here in Aquarius, in this case, uh, you have the opportunity to work with this archetype and its magic in your own unique way. And so one way I just suggest diving in is looking up where Aquarius is in your chart and finding the house that it resides in, and then kind of exploring what that house means. Houses in in astrology are areas of life so this can kind of point to where Aquarius really shows up for you um, and Aquarius season this year will be from January 20th till very late in the day February 18th where I am so we can just say it, it ends on February 19th when Pisces season begins um, and Aquarius is ruled by Saturn, and it's one of those planets that has dual rulership. So the modern ruler is Aquarius, or (laughs) the modern ruler of Aquarius is Aquarius. Please forgive me. My children are running around downstairs. They've been home for like going on a four-day weekend. Right now we had cancellations for school and weather and all that sort of stuff. So I'm a little bit, my brain is like, running five different programs right now because i can hear them in the background anyway aquarius is ruled by the modern ruler is uranus the traditional ruler is saturn and so uranus is sort of that disruptor the revolutionary and saturn is that disciplinarian the taskmaster the timekeeper uh, very um concerned with structures and accountability and um and responsibility. And I I really want to talk about Saturn today as the ruler, even though I think Uranus has yeah, is adding a lot of cool Aquarian qualities. Um I think the traditional rulership of Saturn is really powerful when we think about it because um Capricorn is the the most commonly associated with Saturn and that is because it has that singular rulership. But Saturn in Capricorn is the more receptive or yin um, expression of Saturn. So that's, it, it really exists and really gets to know the structures well. They learn the rules from the inside out, they climb to the top of the ladder, right? But Aquarius is more of the active outward expression of Saturn, so it's, It requires us taking action and stepping outside of the structure, stepping outside of the box to observe it from a distance, and possibly to break it and create an entirely new structure in an innovative and new kind of way. And Saturn, Aquarius is in the. It is a fixed air sign. So fixed are those signs that are at the height of a season. They're stabilizing, committed, dedicated, uh, very strong in, um, like, have strong roots in that, what their corresponding element. So an air uh, to ideas, to communication, to uh, our intellect, to uh, the ways in which we communicate, our objectivity. Those kind of things. So we're in this interesting space where, like, it's almost like the consistent quality of Aquarius is to innovate. They're constantly. Trying to do that. And that leads me to our superpowers for Aquarius. Um, and inventive and innovative are number one. Uh, there's a real uniqueness um, in an individual quality to Aquarians. Um, and I, I think there's almost like this, uh, like, All of these feel so intertwined for me, all of these traits, right? Like that uniqueness, that individualness, and then also this contrarian quality to them or this sacred rebel where they want to question everything and break boundaries, break tradition in favor of new, more aligned ways of being and doing things. And to do that, to be the sacred rebel, they kind of have to be this outsider, outsider or pioneer and like this refusal to not conform in certain ways and like that creates that unique expression um and there's also a real hopefulness to all of this right if we're trying to recreate structures to find more aligned ways of being things to break with tradition it's typically tied to this visionary quality of being able to like see The relationship between what is, between reality and possibility and what the world could be. And in that, there is just this real progressive nature. Um, And yeah, like having that unconventional spirit, that just ability to see more, to vision more is so powerful. Um, And one of my teachers, Austin Kopik, talks about Aquarians as being sort of like Anthropologists of their own culture of being really, really observant. Again, being that outsider observing, like looking at the structure, taking a step outside of the box. Um, and as such, I also think the that visionariness, that that individuality, that um, innovation quality, Aquarians. Are possibly our best trendsetters or trend casters of the zodiac. Um, It really feels, again, that ability to observe and see maybe what's coming up, get those little hints of what's coming up, and like, Really being able to coalesce that into a vision, I think, could be a really fun archetype to play with this season if, uh, if that's like if you're trying to come up with an Aquarian archetype, maybe tapping into part of that because who doesn't want to be a trendsetter? Who doesn't want to be a trendcaster and be able to see the future? in that kind of way um and yeah i also think there is that like incredible ability that like that connection to the collective consciousness this goes along with that trend-setting ability right like that connection to spirit in a different kind of way you know like it's one of the jokes or like common things about aquarians um in pop astrology i think is like that they're kind of like the aliens of the zodiac they're just that outsider that different perspective like being able to like be weird um and think about yeah and like tap into a bigger consciousness and as such it can be a real um like warrior for the collective or like social justice things like that i mean i think libra can be great in these areas too all those zodiac signs have their own special powers to add to a social justice cause but um i really think yeah like that that collective consciousness is really um the powerful thing that aquarians are tap into and one of the taglines i just i always have to kind of flag or (laughs) pun intended i guess uh for Aquarius season it's like let your freak flag fly man like do you be you be your weirdest self tap into your zones of genius this month like play around with like what seems weird and totally outside the box and you think well people will just think you're crazy for doing like all those ideas like experiment like do, do just yes, be your weirdest self. Full permission um, to yeah, let it fly. Um, one of, I have to say, like one of my favorite thing. Like I I really connect to this Aquarian energy uh, in New Orleans. We've lived here for, um, we're, we just celebrated our third year. This will be our third Mardi Gras, uh, while living down here. And I, like Mardi Gras always starts during Aquarius season and it's, uh, like especially that Leo full moon, which I'll talk about next week. But like that combination of the Leo and Aquarian is feels so Mardi Gras to me. But like it's this it's this, everyone's dressed up in these crazy outfits. They're so inventive. People are truly letting their freak flags fly. And it it just feels and there and there is just this big uh collective community element to it that feels so special and everyone's being their weirdest selves wearing their most unique costumes but we're all part of it together like it's it is it just feels so playful and playfully aquarian to me um and some shadow to play with this season um you know like even though we're talking about this like Outsider, non-conforming. I, I I really try to highlight that in a positive way, but it can feel like that, like outsider, I'm the black sheep, I'm excluded kind of vibe. And so we we want to be aware of when we're sort of feeling distant because detachment can really come up. And it can be amazing to be a little bit detached, to have that objectivity. Um, and I think sometimes Aquarius, uh, aquarium Aquarius moons just as the moon's transiting through Aquarius can be really helpful for someone like me who's the cancer rising I'm ruled by the moon I am very emotional um, and sometimes it's such a relief when the moon is in Aquarius because I'm like oh I can, I can see the emotions and I'm just like slightly uh more detached from them in a healthy way so just playing with that detachment if it's like running over into like too cool, too cold. Um, but yeah, we can use that detachment as a superpower as well. So, you know, all the shadows are superpowers, but those are kind of the prominent ones where it's like, am I trying to be too cool for school here? Am I being a little bit cold? Am I being a little too detached? Am I like feeling lonely or outside in in a way that, yeah, disconnects me from the collective and my community? Um, so just be on the lookout for those. Um, and I did want to talk about some of my style icons. I only picked two um, this this month, but I was just thinking about like just perusing some lists of famous aquarians and I know, I like I want to do like a whole other thing about just like Venus signs and celebrity Venus signs because I think those are so powerful but um one of my Aquarian icons here is Oprah and I think she really exemplifies that like that contrast that Saturn contrast between working within a structure at first you know like and think about the way she's built her career and she did it the very traditional way and then created her whole own thing like legitimately her own freaking networks and media magazines like her whole like like oprah cinematic universe you know and talk about trend setting like oprah's favorite things like i just feel like she's able to see this collective energy and and create these new structures of support, um, and yeah, I mean, I just think she's an Aquarian icon, and she was uh, like, <laughs> like the color purple is like I loved her wearing purple at the um, the Golden Globes a couple weeks ago. I, like purple is such an Aquarian color to me, and obviously she's associated with bringing that to life um, in different media forms and i just i i just think she like obviously oprah's oprah's fucking sweet but i just love thinking about her in this aquarian context and um yeah and then my second style icon is harry styles love Harry love his unique style and again if you think about that journey from like starting in an existing structure a boy band and doing the traditional thing and then being like oh this is this is not for me but I like I'm paying my dues here and then switching to that more active aquarian version of saturn where it's like i'm creating my own thing i'm creating my own um like totally new style. I think he's like been such a leader for like male and non-binary style. Um, And I feel like I've seen it echoed by other dudes in Hollywood just wearing, taking a lot more fashion risks since Harry's been doing his thing. And he's obviously not the only person responsible for this, but it just looks so yeah it's beautiful it's fluid it's daring it's unique it's trend setting and and i watched this video as well just thinking about the community aspect of his most recent tour and of like i mean i'm sure it was like tour propaganda but like it really sorry i had to pause there uh I had a two-year-old marching into the room you know you know how it is um what i was saying was just this lovely video of uh the community around um harry style's latest tour and the amount of sweetness and kindness and love that was fostered within that community and it just feels like this ideal aquarian environment so this is just where my head's at thinking about Aquarians, the way they move through the world, that style, this kind of archetype, um, and a couple of Aquarius season self-care tips, things that we can think about this month. Um, just trying to experiment, experiment in any kind of way that you that sounds fun to you. Like I'm gonna be experimenting with style and color, and just taking a little bit more like uh like color combining wrists and doing things that are a little zany, a little weird. Um I've created a Pinterest board um for all of the zodiac signs, but um I'll have my cosmic style guide up on Um, sub stack where you can kind of see the visuals that I'm thinking about with Aquarius season and some of the vibes going on there but yeah I fully plan on experimenting with my closet that feels really accessible to me Um, but you can experiment with anything experiment in your cooking and using different ingredients or um, with just drawing or making something or tarot like whatever whatever feels Um, the most playful to you and that you just feel called to just try things out, yeah, go for it. See what you come up with. Try new things. Um, Meditation is another great one for Aquarius season. Sometimes in air signs, I think we can get overwhelmed by... Ideas, or, yeah, the the innovation of it all. Um, Like, thoughts just can be at an all-time high, communication can just be increased, and, uh, yeah, like, the internet, I don't know. (laughs) So just, yeah, trying to find those practices where you're detaching a little bit from that sort of stuff and uh, come back into neutral in any way that you can. An opposite action, which is something I think I brought up in another episode, but it's a dialectical behavioral therapy technique. Um, I am not a, a therapist of any kind, but I uh, do engage in DBT therapy. And opposite action is one way to kind of emotionally regulate and bring us out of emotional states that we might be like a little stuck in. So, uh, you know, if you're just feeling like a bit sad or lonely and instead of like letting that continue to circulate and uh staying in that, obviously, you know, depression is its own very challenging beast there but you know doing that opposite action of just like i want to stay inside i want to hermit i want to like close myself off and of course alone time is important but the opposite action context is just like going outside taking a walk going to a cafe like having some sort of interaction to kind of break that cycle if you find that you're like kind of stewing in it um so maybe experimenting yeah with those opposite actions just to maybe break free of some thought patterns it doesn't have to be as intense as loneliness or sadness that we're dealing with it could just be like i feel really stuck on this idea and whatever i'm like doing right now it ain't working so like sitting at my computer trying to like force myself to do the thing like maybe it's going and taking a walk maybe maybe going and taking a walk is my solution to everything (laughs) it certainly works wonders for me but you get what i'm saying where it's just like take some space do something else um and uh yeah perhaps do the opposite of what you like your sort of default responses are and see what develops, see what happens out of that. Something, some new idea, something completely out of left field could come to you. Um, so, yeah, I'll leave you there. Go check out the Cosmic Style Guide for Aquarius season over on my Substack. That'll be like a fun visual uh, pairing with a little, that also has, um, in addition to the visuals it has uh, key dates for the month ahead the for Aquarius season uh, with the transits of the planets the new and full moons all that good stuff and kind of what that means and just gives a little overview of Aquarius season and the Aquarian archetype and what that looks like in uh, style so let me know how you're celebrating Aquarius season. Are you coming to Mardi Gras? I'm not actually going to be here on Mardi Gras day, but I will be in um, at some of the lead up um, uh, parades. Um, and yeah, tell me how you're thinking about this Aquarian archetype. Um, and show me your outfits on Instagram. That's my favorite, my favorite thing. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend or throw us five stars. And if you'd like to book a reading with me or check out my workshops, you can find me at leavandervelt.com. And you can support this podcast by joining my Substack.